It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to CHGO White Sox post game after the White Sox go down to the worst team in baseball by the score of eight to five. It's the Oakland Athletics who take it to the White Sox today. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter at Ecknerwall23. That is Lawrence spelled backwards, two, three, four, Robin Ventura. Over there, you can see it is Janice Scurrio. She's joining me today. Follow her on Twitter at Scuriosa. <laughs> Ah, Janice, Janice, Janice. Today, well, let let me get the rundown first. We'll talk very little about this game. I mean, Corey Lee made his White Sox debut today at catcher. Um, We had um, Janice, I'll get your thoughts on this week's news. It was a chock full of news week for the White Sox. And then also get anybody you think, despite the news and the rumors about Bob Nightingale saying that this job is pretty much Chris Getz's to lose. Um, any people that you would want to have on this White Sox staff and then go over the rumors that came over today, uh, specifically what John Paul Morosi said on the score and then on his own Twitter feed. And also we will see and see off Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams. And later on the show, of course, we will have our beat reporter who was out at guaranteed rate field, Vinny Duber in the hundred degree temperatures. He'll be joining us in just a little bit, but without further ado, Janice, how are you doing? I'm doing swell, Herb. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. And uh, as anybody's asking for Sean, Sean, Cody, who is on the CHO Cubs, and also our CHO Bears uh, reporter, Nicholas Mariano, are out there in Circus Sports, out there in Las Vegas, uh, reporting out there and uh, enjoying some good times out in LV. And they well deserve it because there's a CHO Bets team with uh, Nicholas Mariano doing some great work with the CHO Bears. So Sean will be back on Sunday. He luckily missed the hottest day of Chicago this year, and he's going to miss the worst teams in baseball battling for the bottom. But, yeah, Janice, I mean, we really appreciate you coming on. We very much value your baseball opinion. What do you think about what happened this week where Jerry Reinsdorf on Tuesday pulls the plug on the whole Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams experience for the White Sox? 
Oh my goodness. Uh, oh, first of all, oh, shout outs to uh, Melissa, Fred, and the Dash Law. I appreciate the love. Uh, but yeah, going back to your question, uh, at service level, it was the right thing to do. I, I think uh, I'm with everyone else in a White Sox dumb that it was like, everyone was so happy. Everyone was so elated for a good 12 to 24 hours uh, until that Nightingale tweet popped up that Chris Getz was the front runner for the position. And as we all know, uh, Nightingale is essentially the mouthpiece um, of the Reinsdorf regime. Uh, so given uh, we all thought that he was blowing smoke up our ass when uh, he was floating around those Tony LaRusso rumors, uh, I, I believe Sam Sherman and I said that we were going to get into uh, agriculture and farming if Tony LaRusso became the White Sox manager. Uh, I have yet to plant crops. I have yet to plant any crops. Uh, but at this point, uh, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's not just smoke. Um, it, it's likely going to happen, but I'm sure we'll get into that later. Uh, but yeah, this was, this has already been said, but a firing this late into the season, especially after the front office was allowed to handle the trade deadline. Exactly. Uh, so, I mean, this tells me that there's already a candidate in mind uh, and this transitory period. And I believe Josh Nelson said this earlier. It's supposed to give us the illusion of due process. Uh, th there was an, an article posted today. I can't remember who said uh, who said this, but essentially uh, the tweet was that uh, the White Sox are going to do a real search for a GM. Uh, so I thought that it was pretty funny that they had to put an emphasis on that, uh, just given just the, the history of this team uh, and their uh, not very transparent uh, hiring processes. Uh, so. So yeah, um, I mean, Reinsdorf has a reputation of doing nepotism hires and just giving people jobs that they don't deserve. So why should this be any different? Yeah, and that's, uh, you, you said it and you hit the nail on the head. When they came out with the whole press release and then Bob immediately said pretty much like, Pedro, well, well, in the report, they said uh, Pedro Gafol's job is safe. He's coming back for next year. I was like, okay, if Pedro's safe, somebody that Jerry has already talked to told him this. Somebody that Jerry's thinking is the sole baseball decision maker told him that, yeah, Pedro's safe. And so when the report came out the next day that Bob said that it's, you know, White Sox are going to pretty much put Chris Getz as the general manager, as the internal candidate, I was like, oh, that's just heartbreaking. You do something really good where you get favor from the White Sox fans for something they've been asking for for a long time, at least for myself. I've been asking for this departure from Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams for a long time, at least since last year. They have deserved this firing, and I didn't expect it to happen within the season. But since it did happen, I was like, okay, maybe Jerry has got his Mike Illich moment. Mike Illich is the former Detroit Tigers owner. At the end of his life, he pretty much pushed all in. And he said, all right, let me put all the money and resources out to the Tigers, and hopefully we can capture a World Series, one that that franchise hadn't had since 1984. Unfortunately for him, it, did, it came up short. But as I said on many podcasts I've been on the last couple of days, no Detroit Tiger fan is going to go away with the legacy of Mike Illich and say he didn't try or he failed. They're going to say, man, Mike Illich did the job. Mike Illich wanted us to have some success at the end of his life. His legacy is going to be that 
when people talk about Mike Illich going forward in Detroit. Jerry Reinsdorf, I thought he would w- wake up and say, hey, I'm 87. You know, this team is just driving me crazy. It was disappointment last year. Now it's an embarrassment. Now 28 games below 500. What do I do? Et cetera, et cetera. And I thought maybe one day he woke up and said, let's go for it. Let me fire these two knuckleheads I have under my stead, and let's go and hire some real person that can get this job and get this team moving ahead. No, sir. As I put on Twitter, I feel like I'm Charlie Brown. I'm running head first towards <laughs> that ball. And Jerry Reinsdorf is Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. And every time I'm I'm just running towards that ball because I'm like, it can't be this bad. He's gonna do something right. And every time he pulls that ball away from us and we fall on our back. And we're like, how do we fall for this again? And it's just so annoyingly like predictable, but also it's my fault for believing that there could be better. I just want to have positive thoughts about the team I root for and the people that run it. But Jerry Reinsdorf is just, mm, I don't know. I hope that the public blogging that Chris Getz and Dayton Moore got on the internet yesterday media got back to Jerry because I know he doesn't have a Twitter account he's not looking for that but I hope somebody in his family one of his young grandsons grandkids great grandkids said man they are roasting you and they are roasting Chris Getz and I hope Chris Getz watched it and said yeah I'm not ready for this job I'm not ready for the job I'm in right now I'm not ready for the main job so I think that hopefully we'll get some sanity and today I am again running towards that football because Don Morosi mistakenly gave me more hope. And if Steven, you could put up the tweet if you have it up there. Um, Don Morosi today pretty much said that, uh, and Trooper uh, Galactus said the same thing. John Morosi of MLB Network, Mike Rizzo is viewed within the baseball industry as a potential candidate for the White Sox top baseball operations position as his extension with the Washington Nationals has yet to be finalized giving me way too much hope. And if people don't know who Mike Rizzo is, he is the Washington Nationals president of baseball operations. He's been there for a while, but the connection to Chicago is he's from here and he started his baseball career as a scout for the Chicago White Sox. So it works in Jerry's world. He actually knows this person. That's why I went with the Kim Ng uh, initial uh, hiring as a general manager because she's worked for the Jerry Ryan Surf too because Jerry wants to be in or wants to know who he's hiring. And so what do you think about this report that Mike Rizzo hasn't signed his extension out there in Washington? And remember, if you don't know, Washington Nationals are going through or they want to sell the team. They want to sell this team off. And so maybe Mike Rizzo doesn't want to be there for new ownership, the people he doesn't know. He knows the learners. And maybe he wants to get out of this before that ownership changes hands. So Janice, your thoughts on maybe we're getting more, maybe the rumors that Mike Rizzo might be a candidate for this job as the sole decision maker for the White Sox? Believe uh, my observation is that the only way to this team is having been previously affiliated with this team in some manner before. So uh, yeah, objectively, I think his chances are good already. Uh, and I dug up this factoid. I can't remember who said this, but apparently he signed Frank Thomas as a scout, uh, which tells me that uh, uh, he's old as hell probably. Um, but otherwise, uh, I don't know too much about him beyond that, 
but uh, other than that, uh, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's it's definitely a likely uh, a likely path that he'll he'll somehow find his way back to the White Sox. Yeah, and I would love for that because he's won a national he's won a World Series with the Nationals. And the thing that I like about Mike Rizzo that other general managers don't necessarily do, he is really good with uh, Scott Boras' clients. Like one of Scott Boras' clients is retiring today in Steven Strasburg, but that's the lone guy that I can remember that hasn't gone to free agency when you're a Scott Boras' client. And that's Steven Strasburg because Mike Rizzo worked so well with Scott Boras. I mean, he's worked with, I think, Max Scherzer was a Boras' client, et cetera, et cetera, down the line. But he knows how to work with money, he knows how to get good players in there and develop players. And he won that World Series. I mean, drafted three of the players that the White Sox eventually had with uh, or drafted two of them with Lucas Giolito, Dane Dunning, and, of course, Ronaldo Lopez in that trade that went Adam Eaton on the other side. So a local guy maybe wants to come home, wants to do well, and Jerry knows of him, and he wants to finish off his career. And uh, Stephen Goutrich says he's 62. I don't care how old he is. That, that means he's... 62 and he maybe is too old for the job i got it but i hear you steven that would be a perfect guy for the job we got vinny duber waiting for us at guaranteed rate it's a long break folks this is a five read break so hang with me after the break we will listen to Corey lee the catcher who made his white Sox debut today and then also go out to guaranteed rate and hear from vinny duber for the latest on the white Sox. but are you in the market for a newer used vehicle if you are, then we have some great news for you. Because Ray Chevy and Fox has just joined the CHGO team. And we're talking to the team and at Ray, and they have this pledge called the Ray Pray, the Ray Price Promise. It's a guarantee that the price that you see online is the price that you'll pay in the dealership. We found that in many cases that other dealers will raise the price when you come into the dealership. Saying things like, Are you a recent grad? Are you an active in the military? Are you a farmer? And in most cases, the answer will be no. And that's when the other dealers will raise the price on you. Saying the price online included limited rebates that you don't qualify for. Well, at Ray, that's not the case. The price online is the price that you pay. But no add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray will do everything possible to find additional savings for you, which will make the price lower than you see online. As one of the top sellers in the Midwest, you'll also be able to shop Chicago Land's largest inventories and save big at Ray Chevy because now they have over 100 Chevy Trax models available, starting at 21495 Now, through August 31st, all buyers can qualify for 0% financing, make zero payments until 2024, plus put no money down. And best of all, pay zero hidden fees with the rate price promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevy.com. Serving the community since 1963, find new roads. And of course, we got to talk about our folks at Goose Island. CSGO is supported by Goose Island Beer company chicago's beer since 1988 their beer roster includes goose ipa a six-time medal winner at the great american beer fest always in style citrus aroma with a bold hop finish tropical beer hug a dry hop uh, sorry tropical tropical beer hug a dry hop ir ipa 9.9 alcohol that's dangerously easy to drink i just drank one probably two days ago man delicious easy to drink just like they say the 312 weed ale the full pocket pills and my favorite beer right now is between the matilda and the paloma del sol which is a tequila 
plus a song, which I recently enjoyed at the tap room on Fulton Street. Grab an ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beer at Goose Island, original brew house at Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or from the tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. Herb, we're having some uh, some mic issues. If you want to tell me what the next read is, I'll, I'll go ahead and handle that while you uh, while you get your mic situated here. Okay, sorry about that. It's DraftKings College Football Read. DraftKings College Football Read. I'll, I'll find that real quick. Sorry for that, everybody, but I'll uh, I'll hop in here for just a second. Herb, you could hop off if you'd like, and uh, we'll get you figured out. In the meantime, you waited all year, and the time has finally arrived. College football is back, and so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. We've got week zero coming up right now. That's why Sean isn't here. He's out in Vegas doing his degenerate gambling because that is what he does. You have to kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code CHGO. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Here's the fun part. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. NY in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit CP, ccpg.org on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Wow. I'm going to bring in Vinny right now. Yeah, that's a fun one, isn't it, Janice? I'm gonna, Vinny, I'm going to bring you in right now while we get Herb situated. We'll get back to the ad reads later on. What's up, that guys? Was Wasn't it? Hey, what's going well, on, Vinny? It's going, it's going good. It's going good. I did not have to be outside today, which is lovely. They kept the windows closed in the press box. But you got to love when you pull up to the ballpark and you look at your feels like on your phone and it says 113 or something like that. So um, yeah, I'm glad I didn't have to play baseball tonight. Uh, so uh, so that was good, too. But, uh, man, the last two days have been brutal. I think we had Andrew Benintendi telling us yesterday that it was the most he's sweated. And you'll remember he didn't start. He sat on the bench for most of the game. And he said it's the most he's ever sweated. This guy played in Kansas City, so that you know that uh, that means something. But uh, yeah, it was it was unpleasant to be outside today. Big news today: Corey Lee getting called up. Uh, we do have some pregame video that you sent in. Uh, what was your your vibe on Corey Lee in his first game with the Chicago White Sox? I mean, it was a mixed bag. Uh, I think you saw some. Uh, you, you obviously saw the one throwing error, which 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 was came right before the home run. There, that was. Not good, but he got the next guy that, that tried to steal on him. So, um, you know, again, a little bit of a, a mixed bag, right? He had some at-bats that were not terribly impressive, He, but he made it, you know, made it so first on that ridiculous throw from the pitcher. And, you know, he, he comes around to score eventually later in the game, too. So, um you know, mixed bag. It's the first game. I, I think the main thing that stuck out to me was what we heard post game from Jesse Schultons, who had a lot of complimentary things to say about the way that Corey Lee handled calling a game and 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 receiving uh, pitches from the pitchers and stuff like that. So obviously not a great game for Jesse Schultons. He gave up three home runs. But when you hear a guy who has pitched at the major league level has thrown to some established catchers and he gives the compliment to uh, the kid who's just up from the minor leagues, that's 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 worth paying attention to. I don't know if my internet's better. You're sounding better? good right now, Herb. You All sound right. great. 
Sound great. Hopefully it doesn't suck anymore. <laughs> um, Vinny, I, you did speak to Corey Lee before the game. Let's Before uh, we talk to you further, let's uh, listen to what Corey Lee had to say to the Assemble media. Focus. Here for the rest of the year. I know you talked about wanting to get the chance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm here. I'm here to contribute. I'm here to catch. I'm here to do my job, and that's uh, controlling the pitching staff, doing my job on the on the base pass, and also hitting a little bit. But uh, grateful for this opportunity. I'm thankful for the White Sox, and I'm uh, ready to get after it. Um, Charlotte, but have you? Do you know much about it? I mean, you know, I thought the pitchers here you looked into it a little bit. Yeah, I've been watching the games more often, obviously, just getting straight over to the White Sox. I've been paying more attention to them. And um, obviously, there's some there's some good things that are going on here, and I'm excited to be a part of it. And uh, down in Charlotte, they're doing their thing also. So it's a great order to be a part of and a tremendous opportunity. What's it been like since the season trade? It's been just kind of going and living in hotels, bouncing around uh, from town to town, but obviously I get to do what I love every day and that's, I can't complain about that, so. How are you health-wise? Obviously there was that, that injury that, yeah. was, that you feel were coming great. off of. Yeah. Feel great. Every uh, catcher that I've ever known has leadership qualities yeah. right away. Uh, how quickly do you like to uh, stand up and you know, get with a pitching yeah. staff and, you know, help take charge. It starts today. It starts today with conversations and uh, communicating with them, learning the guys, learning what they do outside the field, learning what they like onside the field. And I think that's a big part of my position is to connect with them, grow with them, and learn just what type of person they are because I think that's going to help them, obviously, on the field when they're when they're performing. Speaking of learning how much of those dozen games last year up with the yeah. eventual World Series champions yeah. uh, help you. It was fantastic. Uh, it was a great opportunity, obviously, for me to go over there and, and learn baseball at a young age. I got in there when I was when I was 21, and now I'm 25. So um, years kind of helped me a little bit, and obviously I'm going to bring the good things over here that I've learned over there and um, just continue to play my game. What have the conversations been like with Pedro in terms of expectations and, and maybe even playing time? Yeah, he's just he said he's going to hold me accountable. He's going to be hard on me. He's a catcher also, and I think that's uh, it's going to be really, really good for me, obviously, coming in. I'm still a rookie and still learning the game and um, having a manager that has also been in my position, I think that's going to help me out a lot. And, um, obviously, just daily conversations, picking my, his brain, picking my brain, and um, just communicating together. Did you think it would happen for you this quickly? Obviously, you want it to. Um, you want to be up here. This is, where, this is where real baseball is, and that's what I've just always said. And um, You hold yourself to a, to a high standard, and I wanted to be here as soon as it happened, but obviously, I had to pay my dues, and you have to be down there, and you have to get ready to, to be up here. Is this a focus on this year, but also processing stuff for 2024 as well, kind of building everything? Yeah, I think you just got to take one step at a time. I think right now this is this is what we have to focus on is this year, and then obviously when next year comes around, then um, we kind of got a little bit of different focus. But I think right now it's uh, to finish this year strong and um, to have a good good off season. What areas are you wanting to improve on in yourself? Obviously, you've accomplished a lot to get here. Uh, I think the catching. I think the catching is the most important part. Um, obviously, my position, that's that's where everyone's looking at. That's what you're, like what you said, you're controlling the game. You're the captain back there. And I think that's something that I can that I can grow on and continue to do um, just in my way. Are you hydrating? It's going to be memorable. Oh, yeah. Really oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just a little bit different than Sugar Land. I think uh, <laughs> Sugar Land's pretty damn hot, but it's, uh, it's going to be all right. What was it like seeing Vaughn? Uh, it's fantastic. It's good to see a familiar face, obviously, a uh, roommate in college, um, been with him since college, kept in contact, been at his wedding, um, all this stuff. It's good to see a familiar face, and I'm excited to see what he does on, on this stage. Expecting to get you from the airport today? Yeah, I went there last night, and I actually spent the night with him last night. He had an extra room, so 
spent there last night, talked to them, talked about the team, um, talked about what we wanted to do, and I think we're in a good spot right now. You expecting to get a, a big number of starts or have not really crossed that bridge yet? Well, yeah, whatever happens, happens. I'm going to be ready every single day. Um, I I can be in control of that. Pedro's in control of the in control of the lineup, and I can just control that. I'm going to be ready every single day. So what was your thoughts when you got that call? For coming up? Coming up. I was, I was ecstatic, obviously. It's, uh, it's where I wanted to be. Um, it's where I ended last year, and obviously I wanted it again this year. So now we get to be here, and now I get to play my game. And that is White Sox catcher Corey Lee, who made his White Sox debut today. One for four with a run scored today. Vinny, that guy just seems like calm, cool, collected. I know that necess- not necessarily they're looking for him to be the guy in 2024, but it's a good start for the kid. And is he going to be getting the majority of the starts? Because I saw that Carlos Perez was sent down and not Yasmani Grandal, who is still on the team. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to according to Pedro Grifol, play a lot. Uh, you know, obviously that's non-specific, but they've got 34 games left after tonight. He's not going to start every one, but of course that's the nature of being a catcher, right? Nobody's expecting a catcher to go out there and play every single day. You usually get one turn through the rotation. You know, you get one day uh, off per one of those, even if you are the clear-cut number one guy. Um, so I would imagine you'd see a good amount of him. Uh, Pedro talked about having a conversation with Yasmani Grandal and, and, and making sure that everybody was on the same page there. P- according to Pedro, Yaz is, is very much on board with, with being kind of a uh, veteran mentor type uh, right now and, and, and seeding some of that playing time. Uh, Pedro said, you know, he's been that guy before in his career at some point, so he knows how it goes. Um, but yeah, I think it'll probably depend on how, how he's handling everything, right? I mean, this is about developing and, and educating a guy who's up at the major leagues at least for an extended look for the first time. Uh, Pedro said there are going to be days where he doesn't play, but there's a lot of other educational stuff going on behind that. And the amount of meetings that even we see just kind of happening out in the clubhouse with between catchers and pitchers and the pitching coaches, um, you know that he's going to be asked to do a lot in terms of information coming in and, and understanding what he needs to work on that you don't see just out on the field, uh, you know, from seven to 10 every night. So um, I think that he is going to play a lot, but there's a lot of that goes into this learning process that isn't just getting a start four out of every five days. And so um, I, I don't know if you could, you know, I'm sure everybody wants to make a depth chart right now and see what it see what it looks like, but we'll see basically how he handles all that education that he's going to get that'll probably determine what the playing time looks like and benny today again in our uh, stats maven at nbc sports chicago chris Kampka came up with another great nugget that there's been two games this year where luis robert has robbed a home run and then hit a home run versus the the uh giants earlier in the year and now today i mean what more can be said about this monster of a player who is just getting better as we look at him day by day? Yeah, we got to talk to him after the game, and and really the entire focus was on what he did defensively today because it's kind of got an old hat talking to him about hitting a home run at this point. 34 of them on the year um, might become what I think just the eighth player to ever hit 40 in a season for the White Sox. So that's something to watch here down the stretch. But uh, the defense has been so good this year, and it, it, it has been overshadowed by what he's done offensively, I think, from just paying attention to the conversation. But he looks much better even than the guy that we saw win a gold glove in 2020. And that's really what he was talking about after the game today was, hey, 
you know, I identified these weaknesses in my game when I first came up to the major leagues in 2020, and I've been working on them all this time. Now, if you'll remember, obviously in 21, he had the, the, the hip injury that kept him out for, you know, months. But then even last year, all those kind of injuries were getting him stopping and starting throughout the whole season. And defensively last year, he did not look like the same guy. And I think that was physical that had to do with what he was going through injury wise. He has not been hurt this year. He's been healthy and he looks fantastic out there in center field. Um, he looks every bit as good defensively as he has offensively to me. Anecdotally, obviously there are plenty of numbers that you could throw up to probably back that claim up, but he's just talked about all the, all the work that he's done to go from what he was in 2020 when remember he won a gold glove mm-hmm. to, uh, to being a much better player in his opinion, than he is right now. Pedro talked about after the game that speaks to the kind of the work ethic that he has. And he even brought up something that I think a number of fans have, have probably thought or, or tweeted at me about. And that's some of these guys look like they don't care sometimes because they make it so because their talent allows them to do things that other people can't. And, and specifically talking about Luis, he says, man, he makes it look so easy out there that some people might think, Oh, it's look, he doesn't care. He's, he's not, you know, doesn't have that grinder face on kind of thing like that, like some folks might anticipate, but he's obviously so talented, but Pedro's point was the work that he's put in really with the exception of that one moment when he was not a hundred percent down the first baseline, every, every other moment this season, he has been working his ass off. And uh, Pedro says, you know, he works as hard as anybody that he's ever been around. And uh, listen, we know we can tell the difference that he is at the plate from what he was at the very beginning of the season to what he ended up turning himself into, which is an MVP caliber hitter this year, the defense he's playing the same, the same is true according to the people behind the scenes. So um, again, Nobody should be uh, uh, taking their eyes off of what he's been doing offensively because it's been fantastic, but give the guy an awful lot of credit for what he's doing defensively because in, in my opinion of watching him every day this year, it's been just as good. And there's been so few bright spots in this entire season. He's definitely one of them. And yeah, like his April was not great. Uh, but yeah, he adjusted his swing. He found out uh, what he needed to do uh, to tweak that. And yeah, like you said, Vinny, he's turned it around. Uh, so if I take away anything from this season, it will definitely be Luis Roberts, both offensive and defensive prowess. And as Greg D says, I appreciate how much better Luis is going back on balls, doing his best Adam Engel impression. And that's <laughs> what I take away too. Today, the home run robbery Back in 2020, he wasn't comfortable. It's not necessarily he was scared of the wall, but it looked as such. I think he was just trying to get his steps right when he got onto the warning track. And now it just seems like second nature. He made a great catch earlier this week versus the Mariners at the wall. And then today, just, you know, you you see a ball, you see him go back on the ball. It's like he's catching that. You like you feel confident that he's going to catch a ball that is just over the fence. And so being the player that he is, was and to the player that he is now, that great player development right there. You know, if the White Sox need a shining example of, hey, that's what we developed. Luis Roberts, the guy that you uh, look at because, man, his defense is the best in the league. And it's been excellent for a while. And like you said, only injuries have held him back. I got to finish a couple more reads that I didn't do while I was off. But uh, our sec decorations usually are, are in the studio. They're donated to us by... Oh no. Oh no. Did I do it again? I don't know what it is, but whenever you start these ad reads, it seems to uh, have the issue. Jerry doesn't want me to do the ad reads? 
I, you said the se- you said the secret word or something, Herb. Am I back? Is, is it, is I, I, still... I don't think. It actually I, sounds. Am I a right? robot? I, I, I think it's it was Stephen. Yeah, Stephen jumped on. It's when I change, and... it's oh, when I'm I change luck, pages, huh? so I gotta read this off my phone instead. I'm trying to read it off the screen. You want me to read Foco while while I... you find it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. Uh, if you want to get fitted out in the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between, it's baseball season. Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Well, you got to get fitted out with FOCO. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all non-pre-sale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Our beautiful set decorations, our Tim Anderson bobblehead, our Southpaw slash Vinny bobblehead were donated to us by FOCO. They have all these different, great, amazing things that you should check out. Herb, hopefully you have your ad reads because I am stalling for time right now. I have Lewis University. Am I five times the speed Perfect. right now? No, you're okay. good right now. You're okay. Good. Stu- students are just like you. Full-time jobs, families, full-time sports fandoms. Go back to school and earn a respected degree at Lewis University. 35 miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville, it's ranked one of U.S. News and World Report's top-tier colleges. Lewis partners with numerous employees for tuition des- discounts, offers evening, online, blended formats to help you balance work, family, and education. Faculty bring real-world experience and instruction to the classroom, which is immediately relevant to your career. Look to complete your bachelor's or master's degree. Enroll in a professional certificate program. Lewis has the right program for you. Lewis offers several career-minded, career-focused programs that will set you up for success. We're just going to highlight one here. It is their computer science program, which is an eight-week session, can be completed within one year. Concentrations in software engineering, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, digital forensics, enterprise, and cloud computing. Yeah. Discover how a degree from Lewis University can help you build a better world. Learn more at lewisu.edu slash you can do this. That is Lewis, the word, L-E-W-I-S, U, the letter, dot E-D-U slash the words you can do this y-o-u-c-a-n-d-o-t-h-i-s maybe so one f- of our listeners can like attend one of those programs and come and fix your internet connection herb finally is it still is it messing up still or just no i'm just giving you grief oh I, no hey hey this has been like a weird thing i'm gonna look back listen back to this because i gotta do the uh, timestamps all the time look at brag and roll in lewis right now so it's not, herb sounds magical um I don't know what's going on. Why, when I change the page, does it get five times faster? Man, I don't know who's running my uh, my internet. I thought Kenny and Jerry, uh, you know, Kenny and Rick are already fired. Now, what's going on here? It's ridiculous. But, Vinny, besides all the stuff that has gone on in the field, there's been more rumors off the field. I don't know if you saw the John Paul Morosi uh, tweet that industry insiders in baseball think that Washington Nationals president of baseball operations, Mike Rizzo, might be a great candidate for the White Sox open position for, you know, sole voice of baseball operations. What are your thoughts on all the rumors that are going around and specifically that one, a guy, a Chicago guy that hasn't signed his extension with the Washington Nationals and a guy that Jerry knows as he started his career as a White Sox scout? Well, I would just. I would just make sure that everybody who's looking at that uh, goes ahead and reads exactly what it says, which is, you know, might be a potential candidate. You know what I mean? This is not necessarily, uh, you know, John, who does a fantastic job reporting on any 
actually any actual interest from either side of that of that equation right so um certainly it would make sense and come to mind based based on the fact that Rizzo is from here um you know what I mean so it, it makes sense that someone would throw that out there um but it's very different in its wording from what we got yesterday from Bob Nightingale right Bob Nightingale was saying expected to be overwhelming favorites that kind of thing um it sounded a lot more you know even though it's a report it sounded a lot more definite and this is a what you probably would expect if that report never existed right like usually the next or the day it happens or the next day or the day after that it's oh this guy maybe how about this name let's think about this we should keep our eyes here but yesterday was so weird in that we got hey this is expected to happen and so um I would go ahead and, you know, it's, it, you guys can, can talk about it and put them on a wish list if that's what you want. But I would say pay attention to the wording there. If folks in the industry think that he might be a potential candidate, there's a lot of, if, there's a lot of ifs in there. And uh, there weren't a lot of ifs in what we saw yesterday. Yeah, and speaking of the game, too, and getting back to the game, since I've pretty much said that you know, one of these candidates for starting rotation might come back, Jesse Shultons or Tuki Toussaint. They've had rough goes. I mean, you can give Jesse Shultons the break of Colorado. Thin air, everybody gets hit up there. But today, he got crushed. And most of the pitchers who came into the game today got crushed. Um, what did he have to say about his outing? What did Pedro have to say about what was going wrong? Because it looked early in the game like his curveball, his, his breaking stuff was crisp, but eventually those Oakland A's were just crushing him. Yeah. Uh, you know, very, we, we've gotten to know Jesse a little bit here talking to him after a few of his starts and uh, the ones that have not gone his way, he is not happy about. And uh, that was certainly the case today. He was, he was displeased with, with what he was able to do out there today. And why wouldn't you be, uh, you know, this is the worst team, not that he said this, but this is the worst team in baseball and they hit three home runs off of you. Um, not, really something you should be happy about. And so he wasn't, uh, yeah, you're right, Herb, the point you bring up, uh, neither him nor Tuki Toussaint have really done much with the opportunity they've been given here over the over the last little bit. Now there's a whole other month of the season left and that can certainly change. But um, as we look ahead to 2024, I don't see a reason why either of those guys have jumped out to change the idea that the White Sox should go out and get three starting pitchers in the offseason. Um, and in fact, obviously, as we, un, you know, unfortunately for him and the White Sox have talked about time and time again, Michael Kopech has, uh, you know, looked like a very big question mark, to put it mildly, um, moving forward as well. So, you know, this is not really doing anything, in my opinion, to to lock down any sort of rotation spot or something like that. You want to give these guys chances in, in spring training, use them as depth. Absolutely. Use them as potential swing men, something like that. But um, if you're going into 2024 right now, given what they've shown this season on the whole um, with either Schultons or Toussaint kind of penned, not penciled, but penned into a rotation spot, that to me would seem dubious. And I was thinking too, Vinny, I don't know if this has been reported by you, and I'm sorry for uh, missing it because it's been a busy day, but who is making these moves for the White Sox when they bring up a Corey Lee? Is it going to be, is it Jeremy Haber or is it Chris Getz who is running the show right now? The uh, word that we received on Tuesday, right after the, the firings were announced, is that those kinds of things, right, that your your day-to-day roster moves, that kind of stuff, would be are being made by both Chris Getz and Jeremy Haber together. Uh, you know, that they are they are the assistant GMs 
you fire the two people ahead of them. They're the next men in line, right, to handle those decisions. Now, what Pedro Grafal kind of revealed a little bit in his post er, in in talking yesterday, and I believe we played some of that on yesterday's show, but uh, he he made the comment that Chris has been asked of Jerry to do to step up into a role that eventually, whether it's him or someone else, is going someone else will have and have philosophies, that kind of thing. So it was kind of a side comment, um, you know, about kind of the philosophies that they that a front office is going to instill in a team. But he did name Chris Gatz in in there in, in saying in talking about those things. So it does seem seem to me from what Pedro kind of said yesterday that that Getz might be at the top of that chain but from what we've heard from the team it's the two of those guys kind of working in tandem at the, at the moment in, on an interim basis or whatever yeah anything any other news and notes from the ballpark that before we spring you because we're gonna do our thing Vinny. we're gonna go the tankathon i can't st- i can't stick around for that i can't wait for the road games where i get to just get up off the set and leave um <laughs> that's but, our uh, thing we gotta do that it's <laughs> but uh no i'll just say this um you know obviously it was it was part of the nightingale report yesterday that Pedro was going to meet with Jerry Reinsdorf last night um, to kind of talk about things. And Pedro said that that happened. Uh, he, he talked to us earlier today um, about that meeting happening and didn't go into too many details, complimented Jerry about Jerry's desire to win. And, 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 you know, that he, he does that. He has that above all else. Um, he did not mention any other people who were present uh, for this meeting other than Jerry, but um, said they talked about the future in 2024 and what that's going to look like. Uh, he adamantly, he being Pedro, adamantly expressed his opinion that this is not a rebuilding situation right now. Um, and then uh, asked about his own job status. He, he, he kind of declined to, to comment on that. So, um, but that meeting did happen last night and it seems like um, he, he, Pedro described it as kind of similar to the meetings that they've been having all year, talked about having some early in April and in May of this season. So it, it might not have uh, been far more, you know, it might not have been as dramatic maybe as it was uh, described in the Nightingale report, or perhaps it was, who knows? He didn't, like I said, he didn't go into too many details, but um, the way he painted it, it, it painted it was as something the kind of a continuation of the dialogue that they've been having all season long, but obviously different now that uh, the top two guys in the baseball department are no longer employed. Really appreciate your time, Vinny. That is Vinny Duber. He is the CHGO White Sox beat reporter out at a hot, steamy, guaranteed right field. We really appreciate this, especially this week, is watching bad team play another bad team. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you're not going to the game tomorrow. I hope you're not covering the game tomorrow. I am not going to the game tomorrow. I will be at our golf outing, yes. obviously, and I will. Uh, I, I think I've been assigned some sort of golf cart to drive around in and uh, annoy people, so I'll be doing that. Uh, but no, I, I'm, I've got tomorrow night off. I'll be. I'll be going to a concert tomorrow, of course. So uh, exciting. Be, yeah. So anybody in particular that we know? I uh, don't know if you know them. The band called the Heavy Heavy. So I uh, would highly recommend folks uh, looking them looking that up. Yes, very hip, very hipster move by me, Janice. But uh, but yeah. So uh, I, I would recommend. But uh, but yeah, that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. All right, that is Vinny. Hydrated. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. That's Vinny Duber. You can follow him on Twitter at Vinny Duber. And after the break, we will introduce Janice to the Tankathon. Oh, oh no. yes. It's fun times. I don't even see the likes, Stephen. If you can put the likes up on the board, how many spins we get this today? Because Janice, every tens, every t- uh, ten likes, we get one spin on the Tankathon. So if Steven... I, will, I will hunt that down right now, it's not. This isn't the same as uh, when we're in studio, so it's okay. a little bit different. Wait, is, is it the Tankathon or the Tankathon? Yeah. Tank. 
tank. Oh, like kind of like like what what this team is doing right now. Got it. Yes. All right. Yeah, it's, we stole it from the CHGO Blackhawks people, and it worked for them to get Connor Bedard. We're going to try to work for us to get Vance Honeycutt. Who exactly? Sunnyside <laughs> is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer. One-stop shop for all your cannabis needs, no matter where you are in your cannabis journey. Easy online ordering and in-store pickup, great transparency, loyalty program, Sunnyside Rewards, and Illinois' favorite dispensary from city to suburbs, Wrigleyville to River North, Champaign to South Beloit. Sunnyside's house, house brands include Mindy's, Good News, Cresco, Florical, and many others. Through August, this whole month, head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 20.5% off your total order. One use per customer. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use the code. Pick up everything you need and elevate your summer. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder. And also, Vinny just mentioned tomorrow. You can't buy tickets anymore, but we'll be out golfing at the CHGO kickoff classic at Coghill. The guy you just saw, Stephen Nicholas, he'll be out golfing with his ringer ass uh, friends and his foursome trying to win all of our uh, money. I'm trying to win winning, winning. See? On the yeah. August 25th at 9 a.m., we got a shotgun start. We got 18 holes with a cart, exclusive CHGO, pins and aces, golf towel for all players, a whole contest, giveaways, prizes, lunch, drinks, and a ceremony after the round. Our mm-hmm. diehards who signed up for that got 20% off of the total cost. So if you want to become a diehard, go to allchgo.com and become one now because what you get is podcasts and live shows every day, post-game shows like the one we're talking about right now, Premium written content from for members, just like you get from Vinny Dewar, who was just on our CHGO White Sox beat reporter. They're all at allchgo.com. You can get stuff from the Bears, from Adam Hogue, from Nicholas Moriano, all the guys up there, the Bulls guys. You can get some stuff from Will the Goat Gottlieb. All that stuff is included with diehard stuff. You get 20% off all events and 20% off all merch. When you become a diehard, you get a free T-shirt, too. So jump on this deal right now members only discord there's some people who are talking right now in our chats who are members in our discord and we have very extensive good conversations about the white Sox, big 10 football uh whatever we want to talk about in the chicagoland landscape sky stuff too um it's janice so we have our um i just want to do a side we have our top 25 our chicago athletes of all time show coming up soon just a tease I tried hard, tried hard, and we'll see what the result is to get Courtney Vandersloot in that top 25. Oof. And then others others tried hard to get Candace Parker into that list uh, to get some sky representation as they are our latest champion here in Chicago. Yeah, I was about to say, those are probably the, the two greatest players in, in sky history right there. Exactly. And so, Along with like Sylvia Fowles too. So. Oh, man, Sylvia Fowles. And I mean, maybe after her career is over, Kalia Copper. Hopefully. My goodness, yeah. I, I feel as if she's destined to uh, make make that list in the fu- near future. So if you want to become a CHGO diehard member, you get this great box. It gets your free shirt in it. You get a member card, some couple of our CHGO stickers. Go to allchgo.com and sign up today to become an all-CHGO diehard member. And our person who joined us at the diehard takeover, uh, a guaranteed rate, Another thing you get, so you get discounts there 
for our takeovers, our tailgate. We're going to have a tailgate for the Bears Packers. Melissa Sage Bolenbach, she joined us with her family, um, met her son, Sage, met her husband. Great times out there. Being a diehard is awesome, and she can attest to that. Really appreciate Melissa and all the people who have signed up to be diehards with us. But you don't have to be a diehard to listen to this podcast necessarily, this one in particular. We're going to end this show. Yeah, like diehard, like diehard's not a Christmas movie. I don't think so. Uh, it takes care of it takes place during Christmas. Janice, diehard Christmas movie? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't think so. But I, I get why, because you know, they are there for Christmas and a Christmas party. Understood. I just think LA doesn't, you know. It, 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 it doesn't radiate Christmas. I get no. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hans Gruber dying off the what's a Nakatomi t- Plaza doesn't say Christmas to me. I don't <laughs> sit down in the Christmas the Christmas times like eh, put in Die Hard. Um, neither that's neither here nor there. It's time for the Tankathon. Stephen, can you give us our tally and how many spins we get on the Tankathon for the likes we got? And then while we're doing the Tankathon, I just dropped my phone. While we're doing the Tankathon, we get up to the next tenth level. We get another spin. So get the thanks in there. Get the likes in there and hit that button. So currently we're at 34 likes. We'll need six more to get up to four spins. Currently we're sitting right. at three. Mm, sounds like some work needs to be done. Agreed. Are we ready for the first one? Is that a yes? Is this working? Herb? You there, Herb? Oh, even I cut off for a second there. All right. Well, th- sorry. Yeah. I, didn't realize, I didn't realize it was Herb that cut out. My bad. Um, I, I, I think uh, the, the Tankathon has broken Herb's computer. Ah, that could be it. That could be it. Well, our first tank spin went to Colorado. Also, I should mention is I reset this, you'll see the odds here. You just need to be one of the three worst teams in Major League Baseball right now to have the same odds getting the number one overall pick. So the Sox are just Ooh. a game and a half behind the Colorado Rockies. Uh, so be just a couple games worse getting that bottom three. And then all of a sudden you have this just as good of a chance as the apparent worst team in Major League Baseball, the Oakland Athletics, at getting the number one pick. So that was number one. We're going to do number two right now. And somehow it's once again the Rockies. Janice, I, what is going on here? Just Rockies love. We've been getting a lot of Denver love on uh, on these spins as of late. I feel as if we're being infiltrated by DNVR here. And I think that's what's happening. They're, they're, they're um, hacking into the tankathon and pushing the Rockies to the very top. I think that's what's going on here. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I also don't like seeing Kansas City, a team in the division, doing well in this. But it is what it is. Uh, no, Sox we, remained we, in fourth there. Yeah, we definitely do not like seeing them succeed. That's what we don't don't want. But hear me out. Hear me out. Kansas City does well. We take their guys. That's what we do. That is literally what we do. We're going to go oh. get Dayton Moore. We already got Pedro Cafal. Salvador Perez is on the way to replace your guy, yes, Mondi Grandal. Oh, my goodness. Things. This is like the worst timeline where essentially the White Sox just slowly morph into the Kansas City Royals. This is this is like a cursed Animorphs book is essentially <laughs> what this is. <laughs> Before you know it, essentially, we're, we're going to bring on Mike Matheny on for some reason. Like, I don't I don't know how uh, we're, we're, we're just going to have like 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 shit. Just bring on Ned Yost, too, at, at this point. 
Who gives a shit? <laughs> just, just bring all of the terrible like Royals people and just put them on the White Sox at this point. Can I ask you guys a question? Let's hear it, Herb. What's that, Herb? We do hear What's you. better, the White Sox or my internet? Oof. Ooh. Oof. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god! Like it's like it me like I said earlier before we got on air. Like sometimes this internet and or computer goes out, so I have to go out and buy a new laptop or fix this some bitch because ugh, I hate everything. So I, I, I've been watching, and of course the okay. I mean the Kansas City or Colorado Rockies have been winning the goddamn uh, tankathon. Do we have only one more spin? Did we not reach forty yet? We are at thirty nine. One more like people will get two more here. Oh, is it two more? Let's get two more. Yes. Yeah. At this point, I think Herb's internet's going to get the number one draft pick. In <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. It is the worst player in baseball. <laughs> All right, here comes spin number three, guys. Oh boy, here goes. Oh, Ooh. Ooh, this is even worse. I think the White Sox need to suck more. Do, do you think they? Is, can is that possible? I don't know. Is that, I'm about is to say, that? is it possible? White Sox are coming to my computer and ask for advice. How to suck more. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just the worst thing of all time. I just don't like dropping out. Like, when I see it drop out, I'm like, oh, my God. What can go worse? What can go wrong more? My computer or we we get get up to 40 likes. Oh, so we got one more. All right. Let's get it. Big money, big money, big money, big money. Stop. Stop Ooh, big tumble. Oh, my Jesus. How the hell? Seventh? Oh my! This is like watching like stock price drop. Like you, you, you think <laughs> it's going to rise, and then it just ends up getting worse. And before you know it, you're just holding on to a bunch of shit ass stock. I mean, we know this is really in truth. Is this going to really happen to the White Sox? They're probably going to be one of the worst. They're probably going to overtake uh, Colorado as the third worst team. So they'll have even odds with the Oakland A's and the Kansas City Royals, their favorite team. And they're probably going to end up with the worst of those three and end up in the worst position you can at that position. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, it would be really something if the White Sox did somehow win this thing. And sure, we don't even know who the guy is. I I did see it somewhere earlier in the chat that MLB Pipeline had put out uh, their number one guy. Here we go. Thank you to Blank Name, who said Chase Burns is listed as the number one pick in 2024. Excellent. We did see the Bears get the number one pick, which they traded. We did see the Blackhawks get it. This could just be a new Chicago thing. We just suck we, for number one and try to turn things around. And we almost thought we got the number one pick or at least a lottery pick with the Bulls, but, you know, NBA did it wrong. And our NBA, our CHO Bulls people covered themselves very well. Let's end this show before I drop off any more <laughs> Sounds good. I'm really appreciative of Janice and her baseball knowledge and coming on and uh, pinch hitting for Sean. Really appreciate it. It was an awesome show. Thank you very much, Janice. Okay, anytime, y'all. Thanks for letting me cut it up with y'all. And I don't know if you want to reveal this. Is your dog still in your room? Uh, She is. Uh, She's actually asleep uh, underneath my desk. Uh, Put her on camera. She's a well-behaved dog. I I, I could. I could. Yeah, she's... Let me go grab this here. Oh, no, the camera doesn't extend far enough. Oh, You'll just have to believe me that she's absolutely adorable, though. Awesome dog and well-behaved, you know, understanding that mommy's on TV and she needs to talk. I'll chill out <laughs> until you get off the of TV, and then we're going outside or we're going to have some playtime or something like that. That's what my dog Ziggy does, but Ziggy's not here today. We took her to oh, morning because oh, we oh, weren't going to be here all day long. <laughs> so that's Janice Scurriosa. We follow her on Twitter at Scurriosa 
on Twitter. That's yeah, Stephen right. Nicholas. You can't follow him anywhere because he's a jerk. Um, he doesn't <laughs> want to be on social media. I'm kidding, Stephen. Good for him, honestly. Like, yeah. Good for you, Stephen. Yeah, no he's he's going to be out of Coghill number two with myself, Vinny Duber, and all of our people who signed up for our CHGO kickoff classic tomorrow morning. Luckily for us, this 100-degree weather is going to secede and it's going to go away. We're going to only have 80-degree weather down there in the beautiful city of Lamont. So thank you for Janice, for Steven. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter, Ecknerwall23, on the great social medias other than Twitter, too. And Joe, yes, I agree. It does suck. But unfortunately, I'm addicted. I can't I can't give it away. Just, just shoot it in my arm. Elon's a jerk, but I still have to do it. So for all these people... Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on CHGO White Sox.